So there is one other film that's also won Best Picture in the Palm Door. Which one? Uh, the Lost Weekend by Billy Wilder. Nice. That's my last fact. Something the Parasite just did. <laughs> that, that was the link. Just, yeah. The if just one the Palm Door. You can put that in the intro. And um, the best. It won Best Picture, right? Not Best Foreign Film. No, it won Best Picture and Best Foreign Film. And didn't it that's win like Best bullshit. Best Director as well? Didn't it win like a bunch of other things? Like best. Yeah, yeah, it did, but yeah, yeah, basically just not that it matters much. No, it doesn't matter much, but it's obviously the biggest film of 2019 in Uh, terms of award success. Yes, critical acclaim, probably um, commercial success Mm. and profit. Well, like related to its budget. I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what did you guys think about it? What did you think about it, Theo? Um, I'm a big fan of Bong Joon-ho. A massive fan. And what can I say? I enjoyed it. I think it's probably accumulation of what he does or what he has done for most of his career. Mm-hmm. And he's perfected it. Because this is, I would say it's really typically in style for him. Like beat changes, genre change like a mix of horrifying elements and humor. I think he does it quite well. But do you, do you think like the perfection of it or perfecting his style actually makes it like a bit less interesting than some of the more imperfect like um memories of murder or something like that? Yeah, I think it's a bit I mean it was so good that I found myself kind of like I enjoyed it and I found myself thinking it was so good, but I didn't perhaps wasn't as invested maybe as his other films mm-hmm. like i've been telling everyone that i can the host is the a host, really yeah, good yeah. mirror piece for it because yeah. it's also family dynamics and it's actually really a family drama visually very different though right visually very different because that was like a sci-fi with a really shitty monster in it no offense yeah but like but it's kind of shot like an action film but yes it's, it's super yeah bleak it's a sci-fi yeah, yeah sci-fi action but it's actually a family drama at the heart of it and this, I think, is also a family drama. But I feel like in the host, maybe I haven't seen it before, but the characters feel mm. a bit more real in a way. They're not so kind yeah. of prescribed. I yeah. think it helps because that family is a lot more dysfunctional. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's part of the story, right? Like, they come together because of this event. And I feel like that's a lot more relatable than this, like, actually, in Parasite, they're, like, a really good family. They all get on super well. You know, they're all kind to each other. They're all clearly quite... Um, United. Able, yeah. It's kind of yeah. unrealistic that you'd be living in such court- close quarters with your parents exactly. and, like, uh, speaking from experience in your 20s <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> still getting on really well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, like, talking to each other at meal times. Exactly. But I think this film was, like, it's in the script as well. Like, it's more of a metaphor. I don't think it's meant to be taken as literally or anything. But that's my whole issue with the film. Is Here we go. <laughs> for, no, I mean, for the record, it's ob- like, obviously it's there the are, are brilliant, brilliant <laughs> things about the film. And I think as a, in, as regards to movies that deserve to be injected into the mainstream and that are, it's a good thing that they're in the mainstream, obviously it's one of those films. But I think that it... The film was so obsessed and um, 
self-aware but self-awareness isn't necessarily an issue like the film was so um invested in its own structure and its own plotting and it was so impressed by its own plotting that it forgot actually to make a film about real people and i think it tried to make a film about real people you know we were talking the other day that's what's real about them well yeah like i think struggling economically it it just like there are so many great characters that actually i want to see this as a one-off 10 episode tv show i like which is what is happening oh really yeah who's who's making it um americans Mark is it Mark Ruffalo isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. I think it's Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, you're him. right. And yeah, Tilda yeah, Swinton, right. I think. Yeah. Tilda Swinton will play. Tilda Swinton will play both. Mm. I mean, it's yeah, a good idea. All of them. Um, but no, he. Um, and I thought like, the characters were so interesting, and it could have made such a great. The crux of the climax of the film is the is the smell, right? The this issue with. The rich guy, the the rich patriarch, literally not liking the smell of the poor patriarch, if you can call him that. But and so that's how the film turns in the end. But and I think that would have been, if the whole film was about that, it was like the face off of these two men. That I would have been, it, I would have been with you. But it um, it wasn't that, and it and it it, yeah. I just think it would have worked better as a as a television show. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think we spoke about this, but I think what I do find interesting about it and the fact that it is that it kind of is like this Bollywood style film that like crosses genres and you don't completely get invested with the character. And I just feel like it's like people are sort of consuming film in very different ways. We don't need them to be boxed in in one genre. It's like Bollywood films are like a romance and then thriller and then action. And we kind of laugh at that. Like we don't take that seriously, but he, um, he kind of did that, and I feel like I don't know. But he didn't do it very. I mean, the the combination of genres isn't an issue for me. The split with like the horror element in the middle, I was I kind of rubbed my hands together. I was like, okay, here we go. Here here's the split in the movie, and it just he didn't carry that all the way through. He just he he wanted to have his cake and eat it, and like yeah, have these elements, and then go back to the family thing, and it was like wait. I, I mean, again, it's not a problem of crossing genres. It can be done very well. Just for me, it didn't, it didn't work. And I think Tarantino does this, and he loves mm-hmm. Tarantino. Um, mm-hmm. And but I just think, Tarantino sadly, Tarantino happens to do it a little bit better in terms of his genre, cro- his genre crossovers, or at least they're like more coherent than this. Than this. But the, did was. he just try to do too much? Because I think when when we, I was talking to someone about how it just essentially doesn't leave. You're not invested enough, and it's just you don't leave the cinema with any like lingering thoughts Mm. really and we did wonder had he ended the film after the stabbing would it have made it a better film did he try to do too much with the sort of epilogue and like Mm. sort of tying every loose end and that's a korean thing though right the uh the melodramatic last 10 minutes of wrapping everything up but i think it's also like it was clearly a commentary on I suppose you see a worldwide like wealth gap, more so on South Korean in particular, and I feel like the whole point of the film was not necessarily to like flesh it, flesh out individual characters, but more about saying something about society. What did it say about it's society? Like? I, I, I got that it was trying to, and that it was impressed with the fact that it was a metaphor because mm. your character says it several times but what was it actually saying about society oh, it's just saying that we all live in a world of inequality great well done i mean what but a I great think observation yeah. also yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's clearly like um so they all get their jobs right through networks 
Yeah. It shows that you can't enter a certain echelon in society without having that network. It doesn't matter how smart you are. Yeah. All mm. members mm. of that family were good at something, apart mm. from maybe the dad who was a bit um, not as talented. But the daughter mm. and the son, they could have done well, they could have gone to a good university, but they weren't given those opportunities. They live in the basement mm. with their family. So and the only way they get in is because the guy's friend mm -hmm. gives him an in. It means, and even then, they're still not, obviously they're still subservient. They're still workers. Yeah, right? Still like over yeah. yeah. And there's this thing about how, uh, I think I read it in an Adrian Brody uh, review of it. Richard Brody. R Richard Brody. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, where he's been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he um, he said um, the the film uh, points to the fact that the rich uh, kill the poor, the working classes, just by employing half of the working classes because you're already taking a job away from them. Mm. Um, mm. And I I got that I got it just wasn't deep enough for me. I, I, it I, mean, I don't think it's not because it's deep enough. I think it's just because we don't get that invested with any of the characters. Yeah, like no, yeah. you know, at the end, the narrator is is the is the. I saw this a long time ago. It's the son, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a voiceover. It's the voiceover of the son. He so doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, narrate the whole film. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It comes but in it's and kind drives. of a question of like, who are we really invested? I was really yeah. invested with the sister. She at one should point, have been ben, the main character. Then she got yeah, killed off. I think it's not quite as. Yeah, I don't think it's as simple as being like. Um, it's more about the commentary than the characters because, the the subject matter of the commentary. Is should be about characters. It should be about people and mm. um, their personalities and like who they are. And it kind of is like um, failing. If you if you fail the people, then the subject matter kind of also yeah. also fails. Mm. Which I think was maybe maybe why it didn't work as well as his more kind of. Uh, like the host or memories of murder, the more kind of uh, bleak or action-driven maybe films because they those films don't require as much kind of analysis. Not not in a not in a um, I don't mean that in a critical way, but you don't notice the fact that the characters are kind of a bit more caricaturish because it works in that context mm -hmm. yeah, but, but i think it was consistently caricaturish with all the characters which is uh, i mean i think that's a choice right that's not like a failure of his not willing to flesh anyone out I that's think a real choice uh, yeah i think it is a choice but I d i'm just not i don't think that works in mm. in that co in the context of what it's about because um a film that has a kind of i wouldn't say has a socialist message but it's about like the individual under the pressure of uh, capitalism or uh, wealth, the wealth gap or whatever. It just feels a bit like you're sort of, uh, yeah, you know, you're just, you're failing those people a little bit by not giving them kind of nuances and showing them as individuals. If you just treat them as a kind of slightly, like a, kind of like a mass, it seems to sort of like maybe perpetuate the, the inequality in the uh, maybe I'm getting too deep. No, but I I think <laughs> for me the issue wasn't that the characters are caricatured or that they were archetypes in some way. It was the the structure of the film, the wet the the fact that it was like a two and a bit hour ensemble piece didn't allow the any deeper exploration of individual character 
arcs or like issues and things like this and that and and so it was just this mass of it was more like uh, a fairy tale right like where these characters are just taken on face value and the plot does more of the the social commentaries in the plot not in the characters mm. really yeah and may, maybe i'm wrong mm. like uh, again i could have done with having another watch but um i i really liked the first 20 minutes and because i got that he was trying to set us up and get them into the house and all that stuff but after that i i, I felt like having this family in the house i thought they were actually going to try and overtake the you know take over the house and the family but then with the injection of these people living in the basement which you know can be taken on a metaphorical level as well but i just felt it didn't it just compromised what we were invested in with that with the first family you know with the poor family Mm. Mm. What did you guys think about it visually? I think that was one thing that... Uh, I think the design was wonderful. I, yeah. you know, I think it was very clearly mapped out uh, and that was really worked for the film. And, and the way like the architecture of the two sets told the story. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. great. Um, but I wasn't entirely convinced by the cinematography. I just... Uh, I didn't really feel a director there, but mm. I... I uh, that doesn't mean it's a... That's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. What do you think? I thought it was clean. I, I, yeah, Again, the simplicity of it, I think, is quite yeah. kind of refreshing in a yeah. way. Like exactly. it doesn't, it doesn't cut a lot, and it's, and and there's not too much handheld. It felt quite. Yeah. Like yeah. It's almost like invisible cinematography. It just feels, it feels right. For yeah, but I think that that allows some quite good moments in a way. Um, so like when there is a bit more of a feeling of a director, then it actually stands out rather than like a constant presence. But saying that, there's not like one moment. Uh, that really I can like recall a brilliant direction, but that might be my. Yeah, I mean there were some really good visual moments um, that they've used for the um, the promotional stills. And but the gifts. And mm. yeah, exactly. But uh, actually, we saw um, I can't remember the director's name, uh, but a movie called Little Joe last night. And I, I feel like Hausner. right, and and that had the same issue, like in the trailer and in the promotional stills, like all of the frames you know, all of the compositions work as still images. But I just felt like in both films and in Parasite, the visual, the visuals, like those comp- individual compositions didn't work as a... It's not that they didn't work, they just mm. didn't work towards a bigger whole. I feel like know? that's kind of... And, and Uncut Germans, which we're talking about later, for, it, it doesn't it doesn't have that flaw, but it falls into the same category, a bit of like mm. uh, the memification of, of cinema where like films are being marketed and pushed on the basis in a way of like what memes can be extracted from them and Parasite, Uncut Gems and I haven't seen Little Joey but I've seen the trailer and there seems to be some moments like that have these kind of small whatever shots or frames that have the potential and have actually become memes and that's how they get promoted. And, yeah. and that's how they make money. Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure, like, even if it's subconsciously, just given that it's a product of its time, that's kind of how it is conceived and designed as well. And it's not a problem in and of itself, but it's a problem when it compromises the final product. Yeah, and I think it could get worse, like as a yeah, like, it's a film culture. Yeah? It's distracting because, like, a more mainstream example, I guess, is like not the latest Star Wars film, but the one before that, and they're on a planet, and then someone licks licks the floor or something and then it says it's salt 
It's like, come on, it's so bait. What Did that, that become is. a meme? That is a yeah, of course it's a meme. Yeah. It's like a really popular meme. It's is it? Like I don't know that many memes, but yeah, it sounds yeah. like. I spend too much time on them, <laughs> obviously. Oh <my laughs> um, but like, Parasite's got at least like three or four memes out of it already, isn't it? Probably. Like, I actually do think, I do think the way he uses a camera for comedic effect is really, yeah, effective. Like even the bit, it's got a really big laugh out of the cinema I was in, but, um when they're about to, the sister's about to go into the house for the first time mm. and then she does that little song mm. about yeah, who she yeah. to be and then it like the camera swivels to the to the left and then shows the door when she's pressing the doorbell mm-hmm. that got a really big laugh and i just think that's a really simple effective direction for me but the laugh was because of the the pan or it was because of her doing that probably both because if you think about it without the pan i don't think it would have been as w- fun but the the meme of that doesn't have the pan like the thing that everyone keeps sharing i mean that's a meme but I, d- I, I haven't seen that meme oh actually. really okay i've seen it yeah i mean this is going to be a meme podcast soon but i think it's kind Great of like memes. it is kind of important because that's you know it's how film how films are being on like twitter and social media or whatever that's how the films are being yes uh discussed and i think the more memes you see the more successful it is in pop culture definitely sure. yeah. yeah like the fucking sorry but like the baby yoda <laughs> thing Come yeah on. yeah and not to get i mean uncut james hasn't been as successful as parasite but it's equally yeah. like the furby <laughs> yeah that the um this is how i went anyway we'll talk about uncut yeah. james later but like that seems to have its, I'm gonna come. its moments <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm gonna c- i don't know if i'm gonna come <laughs> i haven't seen that but i do think about it a lot <laughs> But um, <laughs> I think, yeah. but going back just oh. on the visuals, I I think maybe my issues with the film, I, I've asked myself, are my issues with the film to do a reaction to the hype of the film? And mm. I honestly don't think it is because I really enjoyed the film watching it. I really did. And and like I, I saw it with my dad and we both really enjoyed it. And and the whole cinema enjoyed it. It was like opening weekend here in London. And, and it, it, it was good, but... It wasn't that good, and and I think there was people have kind of compared the cinematography and the storytelling to Hitchcock, and and that's kind of what I was expecting. And maybe it's not a very valid criticism to say well, it wasn't like Hitchcock, no, but good. I clearly like he was inspired by that sort of plot, visual, storyboarded, very um, precise filmmaking. But yeah. and I think the house was. Is like north um inspired by north by northwest the actual like the architecture so yeah. and, and that brings us back to the production design shalini which you mentioned and and i think the fact that the film something we've spoken about the fact that the film is like supposed to be about class conflicts and ca- yeah. and the the excess of capitalism mm. the fact that they like are doing did did a huge campaign with uh, a large element of their campaign was um for the oscars and for their advertisements was the fact that they built the set and they built the tank container which the whole flood scene flood scene happened and Mm -hmm. and that there's a just there's a contradiction there inherently of of like yeah i mean i have thought about that it is a huge hypocrisy um i mean films are expensive let's not pretend they're not the question is that director would probably still get that money you know he would definitely still get that money to make a film and it's like well at least he's maybe using his money to sort of make some kind of social commentary but you know the question Mm -hmm. is could they have just done that with an actual house did they have to build the house i'm sure a house like that exists that they could work around no i mean as a filmmaker i love it i think it's great like they Mm -hmm. built this house they built this set for the like that's you know that it's exciting but 
I mean, it's also like I don't I don't expect all cinema about class uh, conflict to be filmed in the slot. Like, it's not City of God or something. Not every mm. film has to be that. Yeah, but I don't know. May- Maybe it's just because it was such a big part of the film and the campaign of the film was like yeah, I think Bong Joon-ho criticising capitalism, but also clearly profiting from it immensely. Uh, and the film, like, like we were saying, the character development and depth not really being much beyond the kind of standard genre thriller, to me is not a very revolutionary like form of making a film, but... I agree. It, it seems more like just mm-hmm. more of the same. But w- would you say he's criticizing capitalism, or would you say he's Definitely. more criticizing a class system that doesn't allow you to move? But that is capitalism. Sure, the sure. Capitalism is made by. But it was less about because to me this film was about um, these two families, right? And the rich people the rich family were actually like for the most part quite nice right mm-hmm. yeah they just had the i actually i don't agree they had with the that crime of being rich people keep saying that but they're, they're not like the don't get me wrong they weren't like they weren't angels or anything but they no, did they do anything incredibly offensive like yeah i think i think um sacking the maid who is tuberculosis and not even like checking if she's all right when yeah. she's worked from the toilet yeah, that's incredibly inhuman but it's d- yes but it's that's not common. necessarily portrayed <laughs> in like a their kind of monsters kind of yes. way you know, know they're they're i've heard that a lot relatable. And I don't but i actually i, don't really I disagree because that. the the family get into the house by exploiting their prejudices, exactly. Like with, with they don't want the taxi driver, the the driver to have sex. They don't want this woman to be given their right. kids TB. Like they're not a nice family. Sure. They're not compassionate or empathetic. I, I, I think they're pretty cardboard, and not actually that they're any more cardboard than the uh, ser- like the servant family. But um, I I don't re- I don't really see, like I feel like the argument that they're not bad isn't that compelling but i don't think they're not bad because they i think they do a lot of things that are very common to do like i think it is common to dismiss people just because of small reasons even though they've <coughs> been loyal to you like that is capitalism actually yeah well they do things that we expect rich people to do exactly so it's fine because we yeah. know that, yeah it is an archetype but what's way. your point but my point is actually what was my point we got massive you were you got interrupted. Oh, it was yeah, about sorry. capitalism, <laughs> whether it was about social mobility well, or right. capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was more saying that, like, there will always be this invisible barrier, this, like, line that they talk about in the film, and whether that can be ever crossed is, like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's impossible. And it's it's... I suppose it's a capitalism thing, but I think it's more just kind of, like, the way that society is set up you could work really hard but that doesn't mean you have a good payoff and it, it's more about where you're born into mm-hmm. right it's not about how people are exploited it's like what you're born into can determine the rest of your life yeah like the e- even if you work out of your social situation mm. that th- the the past is going to be so much closer that past situation i mean something we're actually writing about at the moment mm-hmm. is that you can progress so far if you come even in this country from like a working class family for example mm-hmm. but then that um reality or poverty is going to be just around the corner for you because you don't have that support system or even if it's not like uh 
a, a, a you know a fund that your parents have set up if it's not that extravagant like mm. you, it's still you're still not going to have the support system that a middle class family has for example um i i think you're i think you're yeah. right i just i and i mm. agree with the point that the film thought it was about that yeah um and i thought it's 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 int- it's it's important that uh, even if it's just Korea talks about that, you know, that we talk about that in the West. I just, I guess I didn't, I didn't um, think it did it well enough. Uh, um, yeah, I think in a way, like, not not to, I can't talk about the thing that we're writing, because indulgence, but um, I think part of the problem is it never really, this is, this is going with that it's a film largely about capitalism. I don't think it ever really holds it to task in the way that all of the characters in the poor family are kind of defined by what skills they have. And that is a very like capitalist reading of people. Um, so the, the, the girl is a good artist and forger. The guy is a good uh, bullshitter and talker. Um, and then the mom and dad have their functions as well. The fact there's not a whole lot um, beyond that for them kind of to me is more of like viewing them in capitalist terms as people with potential to do well. And because with a productive function. With skills. Yeah, 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 exactly. And because they don't succeed is more of a failure um, within capitalism rather than the failure of capitalism. Whereas... Uh, in the in the thing we're writing, like the character actually does succeed and and is like a kind of capitalist success to a degree, but the failure is the failure is within it because her past um, doesn't uh, let her forget who she is basically, and capitalism doesn't let you. Capitalism forces you to assimilate. It doesn't let you remain true to who you are if you're not already. Uh, privileged or elite mm. or whatever and i feel like this film doesn't really challenge that notion it's more like the reason that they don't assimilate is because capitalism doesn't work for them but it's not saying that it doesn't work in its kind of values and its principles mm. bit of a rant <laughs> but see yeah, what didn't what didn't I mean, you like about them because i know you i mean it, I, I'm playing Devil's Africa and, and I'm coming off as well. I hated the film and, and I did. I didn't well hate the film. film like, well, like, but also, yeah. I just don't. I was talking to someone about the other day and, the, and they were like, "But you can't deny." They kind of agreed with my criticisms of it. And they were like, mm. "But you can't deny it's a well-made film." What mm. the fuck is a well-made film? Also, I if you're know. talking technically proficient, I mean, why does that mean it's a good movie? Like, and by good movie, I'm obviously is subjective, but yeah. it's a forward-looking interesting film and important for people to watch right anyway but because i know you had some doubts about it as well like what yeah i think it's just maybe taste like i just didn't really enjoy it as much as maybe his older films um maybe for the reasons that uh theo was saying about the characters but yeah i think objectively i mean the script it was pretty tight you know what did you think about the last 10 minutes so okay i'm gonna put you on that point because i think so uh, I remember everyone saying to me before it goes in, uh, oh, the, f- the script's so tight, but, you know, you won't come away thinking of anything about it, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this film. It's like a tight, watertight script, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It, I mean, just from a technical point of view, it wasn't. Like, there are so yeah, many things. It, 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 it doesn't even know what genre it is. It, like, it's not watertight. It, I, I think it does know what genre it is. I think it's pretty um, what genre is consistent. It? 
with the rest of his films. It's like a thriller, drama, comedy. With, comedy. with some horror. Yeah, with some horror elements. In and melodrama films. in the last 10 minutes. But I mean, it's it's Korean. Like, <laughs> it's melodramatic. Like, that's a Korean style. I also read online, shout out Reddit, but like, um, basically, there's a few mentions of a Taiwanese cake or something. I think it was something like that. And apparently this is... And the people in the basement, they um, they went bankrupt or they, they, they're being chased by loan sharks because the guy invested. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. In that cake shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a good example of it, that, I think. That's yeah. a good example. Because there's enough time between the two things. Exactly. But it's also quite topical because apparently that's like a real thing in South Korea. And I would say in China as well, like um, where there's a trend and then everyone gets on that trend and then within a week or so it's gone mm. and then you're left with nothing mm. um so i think maybe a lot of references i'm not sure how many but a lot of references are probably south korean based mm-hmm. harder to pick up in yeah that's a good point in but i think on that yeah on that note like every um uh, almost like the way the narrative of the family being uh like inserting themselves in the house is like kind of like a glossary of screenwriting techniques in a way. Like they yes. almost use screenwriting techniques to make a narrative for themselves to be in the house. But it and happened so quick it wasn't meta. impressive. Like m- I personally love that stuff and I think I love when something is paid off in a way that you don't expect but that you could have seen coming if you look carefully. But mm. I guess... I did. I, it just but didn't I think, do but it. I think for me. The, the the quickness of it at that moment is the point because it is like a flowing sequence. It's mm. not. Yeah. It's, like it's not broken shit. up. Yeah, it's basically of them going yeah. into the house. I guess yeah, it's, it's like a five ten minute exactly. sequence. And it's like very. I think that's obviously also played for comedic purposes because you got the dramatic music. He picks up the napkin, etc. Like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it I has think a it's a certain pace to it. I think. Th- I think the problem is that maybe it's just a little too predictable. And there was like a waste of suspense. I think. Yes. Yeah, I think you just knew it was coming every step of the way. And oh, yeah. yeah, like them That's getting into really the house was the works. first act, but actually that was the most interesting part. You could have given me 45 minutes of that. Yeah, I, I thought like just from reading the description of the film, I thought it was going to be more, the story was going to be about more like this, kind of like the servant, like the family overtaking the rich family and basically like replacing them in the house. Mm. So rather than it being... Um, that one night where they're kind of uh, house sitting. Yeah. Um, that that sort of the film is about the process of how that happens. Yeah. And I um, that was I a great like sequence, by the way. I thought. Yeah. Did you enjoy yeah, it, yeah. Where yeah. they're hiding under the yeah, table yeah, and yeah. stuff. That yeah. was great. But that but that was the most suspenseful the scene. And that mm. yes. he could have used that a lot more. You know. And, I, and that's yeah. In the kind of like like it, like in the servant, it's obviously not realistic what happens isn't supposed to be realistic but i feel like that in a way could be more more interesting if it's stretched out the f- we mentioned the film the servant right the servant is yeah. that the movie yeah the black yeah, and yeah, white the movie yeah. Lose, yeah and that theme. didn't we watch it at uh school yeah. film school and brian shout out brian maybe i was asleep <laughs> yeah. I don't know. yeah it's um Slipping. dark bogart and uh yeah yeah but that yeah, th- that's interesting because it's like the whole movie is that but i think the point you made is that it, it, it and it could have done this a lot better, but is that even though they manage and they have, they're, they're smarter than the rich family and they're like more apt and they have better skills, except for the dad in a way, like mm. 
it it would the film I would have liked to have seen, which means fuck all, but like is <laughs> them getting into the house for the first forty five minutes, and then the cultural and social barriers mm, being their obstacles to remaining in the house, and actually you can get through the glass ceiling like in whatever way possible, whether it's either literally by invading someone else's house or working your way up the ladder, but it's like a game of snakes and ladders where there's always going to be a snake if you're from that strata of society. You know, you're always going to... But then but then mm. he decides to switch the genre up a little bit mm. and go, got ya, and just try and be clever and but be like, well, actually, there's a family in the basement. It sounds like um, uh, the original um, draft of the, the script or whatever, um, which I think uh, Nick Chen asked him in his uh, dazed interview. Shout Sh- out, Sh- 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 We saw him yesterday, actually, the beer play. Huge shout out to Nick Chen. He asked Bong uh, about his original ending. And he basically was like, actually, the film was originally going to be like the the wealthy family get locked in the basement and the poor family mm. kind of been great. take yeah, over their roles and just stay inside all day and no one ever knows that that's yeah. happened. Even and if that's it kind was... Of, that's like kind that of idea. But even if it was more <laughs> predictable, it at least would have had a function of suspense. You know, like, even if the ending is a touch predictable, like, the in-between would have been more of a ride. And I, m- it's just a tasting, I guess. It's like, mm. I, I'm more interested in uh, wondering how something's going to unfold, even if I know it's going to unfold, than being shocked. Yes. You know? I remember you saying once that you liked... Um, think he liked um like films that don't explain everything mm-hmm. that leave you with questions mm-hmm. i don't think this is a film that leaves you that many no. questions. Right. No, so maybe not. that's why yeah. it's it's just tight in that way it feels maybe like it's a combination of the first draft idea and the final execution where it's like um sort of character the characters from the more absurdist story then matched with something that's a bit more realistic or more kind of conventional mm-hmm. mm. and there's a bit of a sort of maybe like a little bit of a disconnect there mm. i mean the the film the film that he wrote does remind me of that actually is does seem quite similar to his la ceremony the uh french film mm-hmm. from the 90s claude chabrol which is like also is about isabel huppert. isabel huppert and sandrine bonner um she she plays a uh, you call it a servant. She come bec- she becomes the m- she becomes maid, the maid basically. to this yeah. very bourgeois French family. Country home. With like country house, and they listen to opera, and like a kind of yeah, just they're very they're very wealthy. They're like and the family person, and also is like they're shown in a comedic light as well. Yeah, but yeah, and and she her secret is that she's illiterate, and she tries to hide that from them and that's kind of where like the source of the the, maid is the drama comes th- yeah mm. Sandrine Bonet's character can't remember she's called, called Sophie or something. but or Jean but um uh yeah I don't know if it's a reflection maybe because French society has a more like there's there's more of a sense of like re- re- um, revolution in their culture that's or I don't know less the, the class barriers aren't as strict as in here again maybe i'm talking or career or yeah or maybe in career but it did feel like it it does feel a bit more nuanced in its kind of class analysis than parasite does Mm. i think because it kind of yeah 
I mean, there's this. We're not talking about that. But, but, I'm, but no, I think why. you're right. But it also raises the issue that I, you know, I've never been. I don't understand in not even in in a in a, a, a small way the class dividing career. Uh, so the film is perhaps um, very specific to to that culture and the style and the the absurdity of it in the same way that magical realism was in 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 literature what in latin america was um a kind of grew out of the absurdity of the violence of the narco wars and stuff like that mm-hmm. that this is a i'm not saying it's as 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 big or deep as that but it um is a result of that and i just i just don't personally tap into that you know yeah yeah what, that's what understandable you don't tap, what, what? Like the the genre of the film, the way the film's uh-huh. made, Parasite, the way yeah. that it's 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 not very subtle for my money. Like it's not right. it's that the okay. because I don't understand the cultural and that's my bat okay. that's on my shoulders. But because I, I don't know, I haven't bothered yet to understand the the cultural subtleties of it that I don't um, relate to it in a way. But I, I still think that um, I don't know why I st- that that makes it even more confusing as to why american audiences have taken to it so much because i think it's 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 something that americans um relate to i mean they're obviously the creators yeah. of that and it's obviously easier it's probably a lot more easy to digest that kind of commentary coming from a foreign country than it is to digest it when it's your own like if that film were made in the us it would be a completely different film i just think um, audiences find it easier to to just digest when yeah. it's but yeah, when it's a different but culture. I I don't know if that's because it's a different country. I think maybe that's it's more just uh. like the style of it. It does kind of spoon yeah. feed its meaning to you a bit. Whereas the in contrast with Last Ceremony, there's more there's more attempts or ways of making you identify with the bourgeois family and less sort of sugar coating of the maid character. Mm. Like she's kind of a bit lazy and she's not a very good maid and it doesn't right. it doesn't try and justify her presence by showing how clever and resourceful she is and that to me feels like that actually makes you think about how you treat people and how what your perspective is on class in like real yeah. terms which parasite doesn't more is like tells you kind of what but what i think, think also like realistically he is a mainstream director yeah you know like this is a mainstream film but it's like memories of murder to me is like a challenging yeah film. but i don't think he was as big back then like he's a household name now in korea for sure right like he's park chan work like sure that, that new would have been a very big film no yeah i think it was like i think he was established for sure but i don't think he's like this level now where after snowpiercer after okja he was introduced to a more western audience I think before their memories of murder, I don't think a lot of Western or like, you know, people not Korean mm-hmm. would have watched that, mm-hmm. uh, especially because memories of murder is like a very Korean story, I think. So you have to keep in mind that he's probably writing also for a more mainstream audience. He's not, he, I think he's seen as something maybe a bit more indie here, but just because he's foreign, he's foreign yeah. you know? And that's uh, another problem, but... Yeah, but a film actually uh, where I think the class issues were better addressed mm, from a cinematic on a cinematic level. I don't know. Screen, right? yeah. <laughs> no. um, was a Japanese film Shoplifters from two years ago? I did not. I, I'm not gonna try and pronounce that. the guy's no. director's name. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it has a problem with the last 10-15 minutes again. It just goes a bit too far in terms of just 
takes us too much out of the world as like has its traditional denouement of like and here's the family now you know i just remembered another film another korean film that actually looks at class burning did you guys watch no. that? The, um, Holy shit. The, uh, I forgot the name of the director, unfortunately. Lee Chang-dong. Yes. But, uh, based on the... Yeah, based on Murakami. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah bur- Burning is a bit more of a fucked up. Yeah. That it's more psychological and more yes. in one genre thing, right? For sure. Yeah, it's a kind of... And it's a lot more like loose, I think, in terms of its storytelling. It, it probably allows you to just think a bit more about it and reflect on it. Because when I came out of that, when it ended, I was like the fuck did i just watch and then i immediately said to someone in the bathroom of picture house like oh i don't really didn't really get it didn't really just like a random it one. yeah to just you know because this is how in bathrooms the work door. who started yeah. the conversation yeah uh i think i was in the line i was like what do you think <laughs> but then a few weeks afterwards i couldn't stop thinking about it like mm. the the score the cinematography yeah. like the storytelling the characters the cat <laughs> so <laughs> what, what film, what film yeah, would exactly. you recommend to uh, like the average cinema goer out of the two, Parasite, or not like I think average you're gonna like, goer. but in terms of the film that you have to see on, like, uh, you have to hear this album, like, you have to see this movie. I don't think a lot of mainstream audiences would like Burning. Yeah, but so like, not like, oh, you're really gonna love this movie, but like, sure, you should go watch it. Yeah, I think, yeah, people should go watch Burning for over sure. Over Parasite, just for the record. <laughs> I wouldn't say over Parasite. Well, I don't no, I'm sorry, I'm d- I'm, I mean, I just meant out of the two for your money, films. like, what, what did you prefer, basically, is what I'm saying. I think I, I I actually preferred Burning, but I do think I'd probably rewatch Parasite faster than I'd rewatch Burning mm. because that's a hev- I as thought that a, was a heavier film. As a representation of Korean cinema, I feel like pa- uh, Burning is a better book for Korean art house. Yeah, guess. no, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I haven't obviously I haven't seen everything, but yeah. um, I feel like one of the main principles is vi- like violence in yes. Korean film. I like aestheticization of violence, yes. but but the best ones kind of challenge they sort of challenge your enjoyment of it while it's happening because it's so kind of choreographed but mm. also you're aware it's like terrible it is it's yes. it creates like quite an interesting conflict i think exactly. but but i don't think parasite does because it's too kind of it's too like swift and it kind of glosses over mm. stuff with humor and with yes. like banter but uh, another and film that yeah. that that reminds me of what you're talking about is uh whose my opinion differs to a lot of people I've spoken to about it is Old Boy and I, I I saw it in mm. a cinema for the first time like six months ago ever I'd ever seen it and I just even though it's a great shout film out like Charles yeah, yeah shout out Prince Charles but shout um the room. not the Prince Charles like Prince Charles cinema <laughs> um <laughs> but he uh he uh, the film I kind of had this feeling that like I love the acting and and actually the script the plans and the payoffs and the script mechanics were so much more effective in my opinion than Parasite but it it just had I had that feeling at the end when I was like hmm okay na- like okay that mm. was like mm. it was it was definitely a, a a great two and a half hours or two hours of yeah. you know of my Saturday afternoon that's uh, a ride but yeah, yeah it it, it that's another film which like ties it up really well, no? Yeah, like, maybe Be- too. Well. In my opinion, better than Parasite. Yeah, I, I've, I've, yeah. But that's a great film. My favorite. Um, just if anyone wants to know, uh, one of my <laughs> favorite films is uh, Yellow Sea. Oh my god, that's that was so good. That's so good. I think the same director did The Wailing. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yes, The Wailing as well. But what's um, watch that fucking film? Watch that fucking film. The Wailing is yeah. The Wailing is probably a bit more like ambitious in a way then or it's a 100%. bit yeah it's like it's got different levels but yellow sea is just like yeah such a gritty so good film. he is so good at 
doing crime scenes. Yeah. Like it's it always looks brutal. It always looks like at least ten people got murdered it's in so that room. So raw, like yeah, yeah but but so not good. kind of lame documentary style. It's yeah, still exactly. Like it's been uh, the cinematography been designed. Great, yeah. yeah, yeah, the cinematography is amazing. It's also got some of my favorite um, like uh, Korean um, pot noodle brand. <laughs> that he that, that he like depressingly eats in when he's still in the convenience store. Breaking news now! The star of Korea is now in the country! Oh my god, the fans are going crazy! They're all screaming! Korea's number one noodle, your noodle With Shin Ramyun, I can savor Korea. Just can't get enough. Whew.